The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Class Cloud. My name is Chino Liao. Joining you today for more insightful talk about any topic under the sun. And today's topic is actually very relatable to us in this time of the pandemic because a lot of us have taken up new hobbies. You know, a lot of us have become plant people. Um, a lot of us have also started baking. A lot of us have started podcasts as well. Some may have even started podcasts about baking or plants. There's a, Those are actual things, guys. Check Spotify. Those will come out. But this topic that I'm talking about today is actually something that is very new to me. It's very different. It's something that I've picked up once in a while and dropped. It's actually very, very hard as well. Uh, And I am not talking about pegging. Although if that's your thing, go ahead. I'm talking about exercise. Uh, I don't know why I said pegging. It's explicit. Never mind. I'm talking about exercise. It's actually one of the things I started picking up just recently, and who better to talk exercise with than two very knowledgeable, very fit people from the Movement Studio. Talking to Hannah Bakani, who is a dear, dear friend, and a radio DJ with Magic 89.9, as well as the founder of the Movement Studio herself, the head movement coach, Miss Ida Paras. I am also joined on this podcast with easily the fittest comedian out there, Doc Ramon Cabuchan. Now, I say that because Doc Ramon is pretty lean compared to all the members of Comedy Manila, and he is 65 years old, guys. So what does that say about us? (laughs) We are all unhealthy pigs and Doc Ramon is 65. But all four of us are just going to talk about what it is to live a, a healthy lifestyle, you know, how to stay motivated, especially during the time of the pandemic when gyms are closed and people have to adapt. We're going to be talking about how they got into it, why it's so important. I know a lot of people are going to say exercise really is important, but I am fat, and I did not know that until 2020. So it's nice to get to talk to people who really know their stuff about it. So without further ado, let's jump right into this episode about fitness with my guests, Hannah Bakani, Ida Paras, and Dr. Ramon Kabuchan. All right. We are about to take a, take a deep dive into the world of fitness and exercise. And I'm so enthusiastic. Oh, my God. So let's bring on our guests for this episode. 
my first guest is a trainer with the movement studio TMS in Manila. Let's say hi to Miss Ida Paras. Hi. Ida, hello. Hey, hi guys. Thanks for having me. Sure, of course. Thanks for making time for us today. Of with course. Your, with your ambient lighting. You know, Ida, guys. Oh, yes. She, she has I just, ambient... I just finished a class. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it's still, I'm still in the mood. Because <laughs> I have a vibe yet. Yeah, nice. All right. Hey, next guest on this podcast is a radio DJ and another trainer from TMS. Let's say hi to Hannah Bacari. Hello there, Chino. It's been so long. I miss you so much. Oh my God. Since 2013. I've known you since then. I'm just showing your age. Since 2013. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, we, I just saw, I, I think I saw you the start of this year. So, that was one year that didn't die in the Gita. Yeah, you, you right? look younger. Well, <laughs> <laughs> And finally, rounding up this episode and the comedian spot, we have one of the senior members of Comedy Manila. Um, literally senior, but also one of the fittest members of Comedy Manila. This guy, he, he is healthier than everybody under the age of 60, and he is over the age of 60. So it's very impressive. So he's the perfect guy to be on the show. Let's say hi to Dr. Ramon Cabochan. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hey. Nice Hello. to be here. Hi. Thanks for having me too, Chins. Right, anytime, Doc. You are very welcome on the Class Down podcast. Now, this question goes out to anybody who's been through rough times because uh, during this pandemic, right? Everybody's had things canceled on them or closed on them. So, as you guys being in the world of, of exercise and professional exercising, I guess you could say, how have you guys adapted to, to that change? Like, have you been able to still continue classes? Have you moved elsewhere? So where we can start with Ida. Yeah, um, yeah. That when when the pandemic started, uh, when I found the news, I was literally in the studio and I was really in denial. I was like, nah, nah, nah we're gonna keep fighting until the end, until the government actually told us, okay, everybody lockdown. I was like, okay, sh- shit, we have to close. Um, my biggest, the first few things since the first um, the first lockdown was just supposed to be two weeks, right? So I was like, oh, it's going to be a nice break for all of us. Uh, let's offer some, you know, easy, easy workout routines that they can do at home for free. We're going to post it on our IG just to keep the community moving. That's always our main goal. And then after that, it, became, it extended to a month. And then I kind of had a feeling you know, by watching the news that it was going to go on for quite a while. So I decided I kind of, you know, reverted back to my team and I'm like, you know, guys, we kind of have to come up with a plan because I don't think we're going to be open for a while. You know, I was thinking that time, three months, we got to have to make some money because I don't know if the landlord is going to start charging us or if they're going to be nice enough. So the first thing that we did was to try and adapt. The main challenge there was... um, I was afraid that people might kind of judge us for charging them after, 
you know, after we're the one the month first. of like free workouts, right. we were, the we were first one of the charged. first ones. So, <laughs> yeah, we were we were really kind of uh, nervous about people saying, oh, you're how insensitive you got, you know, in the backlash. Yeah. But but um, as a business owner, I kind of had to, you know, put my foot down and kind of look out for, for my team and everyone else that's depending on, on the company, including me, of course. Um, we had to be smart and try to, the first, I guess the first thing that I had to do mainly was to eliminate my emotion, to kind of like move away from my emotion and um, kind of, you know, have a stronger heart and be brave enough to kind of take the next step of, where if people hate us, this is survival like we have to kind of do to to keep us afloat so that that that's one of the things um luckily my my partner well fiance now e, congratulations <laughs> Ida. it's been 10 years oh my god congratulations he's super techie and he's Hallelujah, guys. Thankfully, he's a super nerdy, techie guy. So he was able to... He's actually a gamer. So he's very familiar with streaming platforms. Right. So that was the first thing that he did because we had to f- worry about you know, our third world internet and right. <laughs> not being capable of having it. You know, It's not a reliable connection, any, any company. So... We had to kind of prepare for that. So instead of tiring out my MCs, MC stands for movement coach. They're also called instructors. We had to kind of make them not be tired to teach a class because obviously we won't be able to pay them as much as we did live in the studio because we kind of had to cut back on the budget. So our streaming actually, our instructor right now, just goes online on Zoom and then we have pre-recorded videos. It's kind of hard to imagine right now. So if you're listening to this and it's hard for you to imagine, go sign up. First three classes are, are free. Do it. Yon. You won't All regret right. it. But yeah, so th- that's it. Thank you. We didn't get the backlash. People actually accepted it. And, and I guess people understood what people business owners businesses were going through yeah. so they happily paid and just went through and everyone's been so forgiving so accepting you know despite some internet connections or some like small functions they're, they're very forgiving actually much more forgiving than how it was back in the real life like right you know if music music conks out or the speakers go bad you kind of get like oh, i wasted time i went through traffic to <laughs> But this time it's like, no, it's okay. There's another class. Like very, very nice, which is something that I appreciated all throughout this year. And so far, you know, we still have our ups and downs. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But you know, very, very grateful that even though we just started our studio last year, two thousand July of two thousand nineteen, we were able to survive until now. We're still yeah. alive and kicking, baby. Yeah, and, and you guys uh, are very fortunate to say. You guys Very. just started, and, right? just started, and then you yeah, made it through the last pandemic. Year almost, right? Exactly, and still going yeah. through it last year. <laughs> and um, another thing is, some of our movers now, our customers, we've never seen them in the actual studio. We they've wow. actually just discovered us online, and they've been going 
consistently and they, they actually love the product. So that makes me very happy because it's literally my baby. I created the program. I created, you know, the whole concept of it. And um, yeah, so I'm not really complaining about anything. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Manhada, because you, you, you teach yourself, but also you work out and then inside the studio. So not having the convenience of a gym. You had to make certain changes into your... Oh, your yes. Following suit after the lockdown, I was gathering anything that was heavy in my house. Anything that was heavy, a water <laughs> bottle, suitcases, filled it with books, anything that had any sort of extra resistance. And I know I have silly videos of myself, like literally trying to carry as much as I can, doing the compound lifts, squats, deadlifts, and really trying to survive this pandemic. In the first two weeks, what Ida was saying, I was borrowing some dumbbells from the movement studio. As the months progressed, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to buy equipment. So that's when I started shopping for barbells and dumbbells and a squat rack for myself. And you really just have to learn and adapt and be flexible with your right. training routines in this uncertain time. And following Ida Stuth, she is the brainchild of TMS and, of course, the Sweat Home Extreme. That's what we call the online classes, Sweat Home Extreme and Burnout Classes. And as uh, an MC or a movement coach, as what we call it, you really had to be flexible. So we also had to gather equipment. We had to have professional microphones, a nice camera, some earphones, and those sort of technical things that you don't really think about. And we also had to be very flexible and willing to learn how to properly reach out to a community online even just through zoom because it's kind of difficult to queue and connect with others if you're just in pixels right it's really a different experience right. when you're hugging each other and you know giving high fives right. so we had to learn to adapt in that sense and so far it's been so much fun like we are so grateful and so honored to have a community behind us we're small but we're strong <laughs> literally and physically right. that's exactly that's exactly how I think of you, small and strong. So, very appropriate Thank you. description for both TMS <laughs> and, and yourself. My five. Well, I guess there was a learning. I, I just have to get to this real quick. I guess there's a learning curve right, about with what you do. Because with us, as me and Doc, as comedians, we also had to go through the same learning curve of not having like an audience in front of us. Diba, Doc? Yeah. Uh, Mahirap yeah, din, din yung wala kang kausap eh. Diba? When yeah. you stand up. Yeah. It's diba? hard so, to talk uh, to, a, to a screen. Oh, tama. Diba? So, yeah. so <laughs> galing, Doc. Good job. Doc, good job. Sige. Okay na. Okay na. Okay na. Okay na. Pero, like kayo, guys, I guess there was a learning curve then. Diba? Uh, as as instructors so how, talk to me about how you guys kind of navigated uh, those difficulties okay start with um yeah, yeah. well i actually I, i'll ask you the same question after Eden this, needs uh. to take this one yeah the, the first so i had to train my team i had to train my instructors and i had to teach them how to do it but it at the at the very beginning honestly it was like blind leading the blind because i I have never done that entire life. Um, so I don't think anyone has. So right. I had to kind of learn as I went. And before it was, it, it was so much easier because you can literally demonstrate or touch the, the touch or, you know, like 
uh-huh. point exactly where where they should fix their form or adjust or whatever. But on Zoom, you really had to use your words. And at the same time, you they, you know you have to kind of time it correctly. Right. And everyone's muted, so you don't even know. Before in the studio, everyone would be like, whoa, screaming. You can really see everyone like feeling the workout. But here it's like, are they having fun? Are they still in it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are people just gonna just leave <laughs> the class? Because, well, there's no accountability. If you leave the class, it's like, okay, see you guys. Sayonara. But here, but, like, people were actually very accepting. And I guess it was a much easier transition for us because, like I said earlier, everyone went through it the same way. So just like how I did it for the first time on Zoom mm-hmm. was the first time all our customers also did it on Zoom. So it, they didn't know what to expect. They didn't know what to compare it to. So it, they were just mm-hmm. happy to be moving or just to be talking to people and just to be interacting with, with someone or having them tell, having them motivate them to, to do the work. Because really, home workouts can... Especially at the beginning, especially like Hannah and I were gym rats. So we're used to that connection of like being, hanging out with so many people and like just joking mm-hmm. around. Now you, we have to get used Loud. to working out boring. Holy cow. So, you know, I guess <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I knew, I, I can't really tell you how exactly I adjusted and transitioned to the online classes. It just kind of like happened. The more you do it, the more you kind kind of get used to the thing that I can say is people are just um, appreciative of being able to laugh. Like if you make someone at least one person laugh, just like that's why you comedians are a gift. I, I lo- sorry, I, I'm a fan of stand up comedy, um, and I love comedians. I I love them so much. It's takes it takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of guts to make people laugh. So I I. I have so much respect for you guys mm-hmm. um yeah mm-hmm. and so you know that 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 kind of just give me a breakthrough like just make people laugh just make people just tell them they're doing a great fucking job that's it be, be a breath of fresh air be a breath of fresh air and stop world. talking about the pandemic be happy <laughs> that's right that's let's move on from the pandemic let's break through and let's feel better and stronger and you know what following that Ida was saying that we had no idea where this was going right, right. and that's the positive part about it we all grew together as a society like Nobody, not everybody knew about Zoom when we started this. Oh, yeah. We had no idea how to connect with each other online. But as you do it and as you explore this platform, you'll learn the ways, even like through corporate or workouts or school, we're all learning together. And so there shouldn't be too much pressure on each other if you're doing a good job or not, because we're just learning. And and the great part about um, the TMS Sweat Home is that we actually have a special interface. So we had to backload a lot of pre-recorded videos. And then we also have an interface. Because in most live workouts, right. the instructor has to physically do it and do the burpees and do the push-ups. And it kind of takes away from the coaching experience right. because you're distracted doing all these moves and you're kind of out of breath. But um, Ida and Nenso and Lexi um, Marketing was thinking a better idea was to have pre-recorded videos of your MCs and then have a special interface that has a clock. And so the MC can talk as you watch them do the 
So yeah. okay. I think that's how we adapted. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. And it took a lot of you know, work filming. You know, it's so <laughs> super. We, it, it, you know what's amazing about it also? The progression of our movers. Like from from the first time they couldn't do push-ups and the home workouts, you'll never escape the push-up. Yeah. And like by now, six mm-hmm. months later, or how many months? I don't even know how many months we've been on lockdown. But how many months? <laughs> Ten later? months, oh, nine months. Nine months. months. In my head, it's still six months. Yeah. But like 10 months later, you see someone <laughs> couldn't do a push-up now doing like 10 push-ups, straight push-ups for 30 seconds, no problem. And that's, that's the beauty of our interface. Our coaches can actually follow the progression of our movers because you can make them tutok. Eh? Like you can right. really watch them and watch them from day one to day, day seven, day 14, bad with math, 21, yeah. A, got that. I'm going to stop there. I was not going to interject because I knew that I was going to make a mistake with that math. So I just ma- I made you keep going. That's why she's okay. the business owner. Uh, 28, 28, yeah, 28. 28. Showing off. So, from, from talking about how you instruct your classes, diba? Si, si Doc, Doc, ikaw, diba? Nag-workout ka sa bahay lang, mag-isa, I Yeah, yeah, sa bahay, pag umu... Pag uh, dati, nakaka-jogging pa, I can still jog outside. Kasi I don't have to wear a mask. Ngayon, it's harder kasi uh, I think you have to wear a mask. Yun. So, pero ikaw, di ba, buwat-buwat ka sa bahay? Tama ba ako? Uh, not Dina. really. I just use uh, body weight. Push up, like that. So, guys, as professional instructors, like how different is it to go from the one-on-one setting that I traditionally know of, the parang instructor cups, okay, the gym, versus that one versus an entire class? Is, is there much of a difference in that? Is there like a difference in energy, in motivation? Yeah, a lot. A super a lot. Super a lot. Like, um, yeah, you got to see... For me, because I, I, I used to do, I, I recently just stopped personal training um, just because I needed a break. I was getting too busy. But um, for, I guess, three years already, I've been a personal trainer as well. Um, it's so different. So you got to see it. And that's why, personally, I think I'm a better personal coach than a group fitness coach. And Hannah, on the other, on the other hand, <laughs> is a better group I mean, she's good in both, but she's a better... Like, I look up to her when she does her group fitness coaching because you have to see it in two different ways. I, group fitness classes are more of a performance right. um, as opposed to mm-hmm. um, individual, individual personal training. So if you, I'm really... I'm better off with a small group one-on-one conversation, but when you put me in a crowd, I'm kind of... I, I, I become silent because okay. I just listen to everyone. Oh. But the good thing about group fitness is no one really talks to you. So you have the floor to yourself. Yeah. So, but I kind of have to, you know, mm-hmm. up, my, <laughs> up my energy, um, really perform and really, it's hard. I mean, you guys get it. You guys are comedians. So you, it's so much harder to, to, to make someone laugh because there's so many different personalities and you don't know their humor. Um, and that's, that's really my, my 
kind of thing as a group fitness instructor. So I guess you can say I'm a stand-up comedian fitness instructor. Better watch out, guys. He's an ent- nice. There. Yeah. Entertainer. Entertainer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really that. my feels. <laughs> I, I'm not my feels. I'm not Santi. I'm not... Hannah's so great at motivation. Like, she can just... That's my jam right there. Out, like, that is my jam. Things. Like, even up to now, I've known her since 2016, 2015. <laughs> 2016? 2017. Like 2017. 2017. Like, when, she, when I attend her classes, like, sometimes I'm you know, on the screen now. But I'm like, God damn, that was a good one. That was a good <laughs> fucking line. But, um, so me, my, my, my route is the entertaining, making you laugh, kind of teasing you a little bit without offending. Right. Um, personal training, on the other hand, I find it so much easier because I get to really focus on, on their form and it's really like kwentuhan between friends. There's a back and forth. You're not just talking to yourself. You're, th- you're actually having a conversation with somebody. Um, that's why for personal training, though, it's uh, very important for me to choose my clients because connection to me is so important. Like if I have to sit down with you for an hour and a half or two hours and have nothing to say and there's just no connection, forget it. Like I'm, I'm going to bounce. Uh-huh. Right. But with group fitness, even if you don't connect with everyone... There's still you're gonna hit like five people there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was my hope for this podcast. Hit so, five people minimum. Then, so five people listen. Okay, <laughs> so far, kaya pa At the bar, really low yeah. in 2020. Yes, exactly, exactly. Kalaban Hannah, how do you how do you feel about the personal training versus the class? Uh, following Ida's thoughts. She was actually my first ever trainer. Wow. Okay. Um, Is that how you guys met? No, no, no. She, so we were doing indoor cycling together right. and she was the lead. And I was like, Ida, I want a big booty. How do I do that? Make me lift weights. I don't care if I gain weight. Okay, just adopt me. So she was like, come to me, baby. <laughs> so she, I was her first like project. Step into my office. I was her first ever project. And yeah, it's very true because the programming, it takes so much more. You really have to know the person. In my personal experience in personal training, it takes me two hours to finish a workout sometimes because we're chica. And that's why I prefer group fitness more. Because for personal training, if you're going to talk to me, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> and we're not going to focus on the workout as much. Right. If it's group fitness and I have to lead for an hour or for 45 minutes, then we're sticking to that time slot. And as Ida said, I'm really more of performance and feels and programming and music. music and of course, like the energy levels of the group. When preparing for a group fitness class, you're taking in so many things, right? The programming, who's going to go? Are they going to like the music? Uh, who are the people joining? What moves do they enjoy? Pero pag personal training, it's just one person tutok na totoka. So yeah, I think I prefer group fitness. Right. But by the way, the guys, personal trainer for me. <laughs> hey, thanks. But by the way, guys, just to follow Hada, she's on the 99th percentile of being extroverted. So you, <laughs> performance for her is very important. I, I feel like if you look up extroverted... Very important. Yeah, if you look up extroverted in the dictionary, you I'm see a there. Pic, exactly, a picture of Hannah right yeah. there. Yeah. There's <laughs> a selfie of she me like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
So you guys mentioned that doing class fitness or group fitness, you take a lot of things into consideration. No? And, and each of you, I suppose, have certain mm-hmm. strengths as well. So what is the one thing that you focus on first before you move on to the other things when you, so I, I would say, conduct a class? Like how, how do you go about the, the process there? Uh, so before planning for a class, first of home extreme, let's put that into perspective, is planning and programming my workout. So again, I told you that we have a lot of pre-recorded videos. And um, in the movement studio, we work on the body's fundamental movements, which is the push, pull, lunge, twist, hinge, squat movements. And so I try to integrate all those moves. We not only train muscles, but we also train movements. That's why we call ourselves the movement studio. So programming is key. It has to be an efficient and sustainable workout. Having a good playlist comes next for me. And that's pretty much it, I guess. And then I check who's, who's going to be in class. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, naman, yeah, for me, it's really, I just, do it my field. I, I like programming my group fitness classes because I get to be more creative with um, playing around with different moves and different kinds of protocols. They kind of have to stick to a program for three months and just progress through weight, through different kinds of things. But basically, it's the same movement. My cycle is always three months at a time. So at least with group fitness classes, it kind of um, broadens my wakes up my creativity, broadens my creativity. I don't know how, but it's just, I, I get more creative with it. Both and of I, those. I, that's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah, both, both of those. Yeah, it, Guys, I am eating popcorn because I'm, I haven't eaten. So if you feel like, go. if you hear it, yeah, it's fine. I think it. So sorry. I'm trying to be as silent as possible. It's fine that you told me that you were eating popcorn because I'm just about to jump into the break for this episode. More with our guest, Ida Paras, Hannah Bukadi, and Ramon Cabochan after these messages. Let's take a breather and catch your breath as we take a break from all this exercise stuff as I tell you about more of the many ways you can help me keep the lights on here in the Class Cloud Compound. Lord knows my parents are only going to put up with me for so long. One such way actually just happened. Uh, 12-12 is over. But because I'm a professional, I missed a deadline completely. But that doesn't mean you can't help me anymore. You can still use my super unique, super exclusive Lazada referral link. Tinyurl.com slash classcloudxlazada. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash Lazada. For every successful click on the link, it will lead you to the Lazada app. Please use the app. And for every checkout you do via the app, you are able to not only save a few bucks on all the basic deals Lazada has to offer, but also help me out on my podcast. Send a little commission my way. So that's tinyurl.com slash lazada. Also, with it being the holidays, you might be inclined to send a little love and gifts. 
out into the road the world please don't please exercise social distancing stay indoors and use mr speedy mr speedy is the easiest most convenient and cheapest there i say cheapest way to send packages and parcels out into the world as long as you are in metro Manila, cebu or nearby provinces mr speedy is your go-to courier service i myself am a user of mr speedy in fact i just used my own code this morning to send out packages because nobody's using the code i am the only one who has the code but i hope you prove me wrong please use my mr speedy code download the app on the huawei media gallery on the apple app store on the google play store and for every successful use of this particular code you are saving yourself 50 pesos on the very first transaction now the code mr speedy class clown that's it mr speedy class clown use the code save somebody and let's get back to our talk about fitness with Hadi Bakani, Ida Paras, and Dr. Bon Kabuchan. All right, back with more fitness talk on this week's Class Clown podcast with my guest, Hadi Bakani, Ida Paras, and Dr. Ramon Kabuchan. Now, this question goes out to all three of you, being incredibly fit people, and myself being not, obviously. Is fitness something that comes easily for all of you? Like, is this something that you've had to work on? Or did you always have that mindset? Uh, you can exercise, you can diet. Uh, my fitness is relative. Naman eh. Among us comedians, siguro, I'm one of the fittest. Pero oh. compared to these guests that you have now, uh, I'm the least fit. No, kasi uh, impressed kami sa'yo, Doc, kasi hindi ka mataba eh. That's like the minimum <laughs> requirement of, of being a stand-up comedian. Kahit pa paano may beer belly ka. Diba? So ikaw, Doc, wala ka doon eh. So kami, for when we talk to you, kala namin, fit ka na. Uh, but you're saying <laughs> na hindi ka talaga ganun ka fit. Yeah, I'm not really that fit. Yeah, diet okay, lang, okay, diet. Diet, 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 diet Actually, yung fit, fitness regimen ko, obsolete na eh, according to my kids. Kasi... Bakit, Doc? Sumasakay ka ba doon sa sa waist trainer na nag-vibrate? Ganun ba yung yeah. regiment mo? Kasi yung mga... Uh, Bakit ka ba ng antique medicine balls? Ano ba yung ginagawa? Yung workouts nila ngayon, Anep, may mga calisthenics, plyometrics, mga ganun eh. Marami okay. ng ano eh, classes. So, uh-huh. so medyo ano na ako, behind the times. Kaya ito, during this pandemic pa, Medyo lumakechan ko, so I'm not really that fit now. <laughs> Unfortunately. Alright. So, right. <laughs> okay, so to our professional guests. Sige, Hannah, ikaw, is fitness something that comes easily for you? Fitness didn't really come naturally to me growing up. I was a former fat kid. And for those who are listening and you don't know how I look like, I'm just five feet. I'm a really small girl. And when I was growing up, I was 65 kilos in my heaviest. And that's 
really intense. <laughs> so just try to get a visual of that and your five feet and your kid and 12 years old. Um, fitness is something that I've started enjoying throughout the years because I think as I turned into a teen, um, I was living in the Netherlands at the time. So we moved there and I had to bike to school every day. Snowing, raining, I had to be active and I literally had to bike myself to school. So I think that's what kicked off my love for cardio. And after that, I started running and um, spinning and yoga and dabbling in different types of workouts just because I enjoyed it. But I never really took it seriously until... 2017 when I got into indoor cycling and because I love cardio so much. Um, and then through that, I got my certification in the American Council of Exercise, actually me and Ida, both of us. And then we got into the movement studio. Is it something that is innate in me? I think not. I think I make a conscious effort every single day to choose to move right. because motivation comes and goes, but that discipline that I've built throughout the years, that's what keeps me going, you know, um, having that routine, thinking that exercise is like brushing your teeth and it's something you have to do that just stays with you. And that's mm. what keeps me going. Um, as what Doc was saying, diet is kind of the hardest. Right. <laughs> For me, you can make me do any sort of workout, but dieting, you know, that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. Ida actually helped me a couple of years ago with that, and I've gotten better. Yeah, you're pretty, you're, you're of the mindset that it's not about, your diet isn't really about restricting, restricting yourself from foods, right? It's not, you don't really cut anything out from your diet. You just essentially watch what you eat, right? Is that, is that correct? Or? Yeah. And I, and I view food as fuel for my exercises as opposed to something that I have to burn off. Mm. And I think that's a really healthy mindset that a lot of people should think about and consider when they're starting their fitness journey. Right. That food is fuel. It's good for you. Just don't eat too much of the bad stuff. Okay. That's actually the first time I've heard of that. So that was actually a very good point raised by Hannah. Let's see if Ida has good points of her own. Uh, Wait, which one? Which was the first thing that you see? Sorry. The first time you've heard something? Which one? No, you, I know, food is fuel. Um, the what? food is fuel. Yeah, no, honestly. Say, obviously, Walao loves diet, right? I got it from Ida. Is, is, Take it away. Uh, Ida, go. Uh, is fitness something that comes easily for you? Oh, definitely not. Believe it or not, like how people see me now because of the Instagram, social media thing. But way before that, uh, I was a 90s, you know, 90s. And I was a heavy smoker. I was a heavy drinker. Still a heavy drinker now <laughs> from time to time. I just have to time myself. Um, yeah, I know how to have fun. I, I grew up in the 90s. So I, I've, I've been there without social media. Believe it or not, guys, I actually was the type of a high school student who would try as much as they can to be excused from PE class. Believe it or not. <gasps> Me too. I would My come doctor's up, note pack. Wow, okay. <laughs> I would come up with the silliest, the craziest. Like my teacher at some point was just like, you know, he'd just look at me and like, ah, just because you're in a private all-girls school, 
fine. I'm gonna let you go. And you know, guys freak out when you say dysmenorrhea. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, take a break. It's something you guys can't relate to. So I, I've always used that headache, dysmenorrhea, whatever. But um, in, all throughout college, I was I had a fun college. I did not think about fitness at all. Maybe the only reason why, how I got into fitness was because my fiancé invited me to do jiu-jitsu with him. The real fitness in our, the real fitness geek in our relationship was really my fiancé. I, I, I did not know anything about it. Um, I just knew, you know, work out, look skinny, that's fine. As long as you look skinny, you're good. But um, he kind of took me to another level. So the first thing that kind of um, got my foot into fitness was um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've, I've said this so many times, but I really owe all my, fit, this, my whole fitness journey to Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I did not even know any... I didn't know anything. I thought it was karate because right. martial arts. That's yeah. the only thing I knew. That was how <laughs> ignorant I was. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's do Jiu-Jitsu. And then in Palais, um, grappling, it's it takes a lot. Yeah, it's of, a lot of grappling, right? Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. Your body's in just contracted positions all right. throughout. You gotta survive that, or else you get choked out. You you get your joints um, broke, not broken, but like you know, you lose basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that was the first thing. I I never lifted weights until maybe a year after jujitsu when. I kind of got really into it and I wanted to be stronger. So my fiance is like, well, you got to lift weights. And I'm like, eh, but I don't want to be bulky. <laughs> and one of my pet peeves now. And uh, believe it or not, I got into it and then I realized I had good cardio. I actually are, I'm pretty strong, pretty athletic. Uh, and that was it. That was around when I was 21 years old. So can you imagine I'm 34 years old now? It was just 14. 14 years of my life or 13 years of my life that I've been doing fitness. And um, fitness is really not a one-way street. Luckily, I found lifting and jujitsu and all the other things that, um, that I have now. And I got really into it. Um, thing that I don't really like is calisthenics. It's, it takes too much work, too much effort. I cannot run a marathon for the life of me. Um, but I do like doing sprints and short bursts just because of my jujitsu training. But uh, yeah, that's really it. So if you ask me if fitness came naturally or it's, is it innate? Hell no. Even up to now, it's like nope. uh, I wake up. I'd rather just watch. Right now, I'm back on Attack on Titan. Hey, anime what? fans. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm back on that. I'd rather really watch the whole day on Netflix. But I, I kind of have to... Every time I get lazy, I kind of have to go back to my whys. And that's, that's one of the things I always tell my clients and you know, my friends when they start getting into fitness. Because progress is addicting. Once you feel stronger, you feel better, it, you kind of want to keep going. And just like me, I'm human. I, maybe like 70% of the time, I don't feel like working out. It's just that I know that I have to because I've already reached this far and I've already achieved so many of my goals. Why stop there? Why, why be lazy for several weeks and you go back to zero? So, you know, I just, that, that alone just keeps me going. And also I have to kind of be a role model to a lot of people, which sometimes puts a lot of pressure on me. But I try to break away from that and basically focus on myself more. And you never regret 
actually accomplishing a workout. You, what you regret is not doing the workout. When you actually feel sluggish and soft and mushy and not feeling good, that's when you, that's when you start regretting. But once you work out, even if you drag yourself all throughout the two-hour cl- two training session, after that, you're going to feel good and you're going to tell yourself, thank fucking God I did that. Right. Sorry, I'm really potty mouth. No, um, yeah, so, <laughs> so just keep going. Fitness so should be sustainable. Anything diet, your workouts should be sustainable. So you have to keep it fresh. You have to keep waking up wanting to do it. You have to enjoy it. Once something gets draggy and sad and then you become miserable doing it, just stop doing it for a while. Maybe you, you got to miss it. And then do it again. Just like with diets, you can't always be on a deficit. You got to enjoy life. You got to have that donut. You got to have some popcorn. You got to have pizza. And then, you know, 80% of the time, be healthier just because it makes you feel better, not because you're restricting. Restricting shouldn't be associated with any diet. Um, Diet should be something fun, something that should nourish you, something that should fuel your workouts. Um, Never, never torture. Workout is never a torture. Wow. It's something that will treat I, your body well. Yeah. Anna. I think Ida brings up a great point about the fitness journey, right? A lot of people look up to fitness instructors and influencers, quote unquote. And you have to recognize when you're starting out your own personal journey to never compare yourselves to other people because you don't know how long these people have worked. You don't know how many hours they've put into it. And once you start comparing yourself to other people you start having those feelings of resentment or will I ever get there? So you really just have to focus on your own journey, plan accordingly, have that balance, be kind to yourself and surround yourself with a community or a group of people that makes you feel good. Right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. And another thing, you know, what I hate the most is, and this is, I don't know where this started, but like, you hear some girls in the gym and I always do this. I have clients who've done that and I always, 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 always try to change that perspective. It's like when they go out for drinks with their friends or they kind of like let loose and eat a lot because it was someone's birthday. You know, just, they just felt like pigging out on that night. They go to the gym the next day and be like, oh my God, please kill me today. I need to punish myself because I treated, I ate and drank so much last eat night. That. I really hate that. Like, why, why would you ever associate something so good for you with something bad? Like, workout should never be seen mm-hmm. as torture. But if you start changing that perspective, then you start seeing that workout is good for you and it's something that makes you feel good and something that makes you live longer, then you're, you, it's going to kind of rewire your brain into thinking you're going to want to do it because it's a, you're associating with something positive. But if you keep associating with torture, death, punishment or you know restricting and fears and whatever then why would you want to keep doing that who wants to get tortured every day right but you do want to be treated well every single day so i think it's really just a massive change of perspective will bring you a long way will yeah get you long yeah so far in your fitness longer farther longer farther better i hate my adjectives tonight <laughs> we love it <laughs> workout is a celebration of what your body is capable of yeah so celebrate it enjoy it strengthen it explore it Woo! it's a very positive <laughs> way to end this podcast this 
Welcome to Chino's Intervention. Yes. <laughs> well, and you know what? I, the reason I talk to you girls and uh, ladies here is because I actually started doing it myself over the quarantine. Uh, yeah. yeah. I found this, found this little YouTube channel called uh, The Body Project. That was, alam kung kaya ko siya because on the video was the fitness instructor and behind him were two students and one of the students is always fat. So I was like, <laughs> if that fat guy can do it, then I can do it, right? And it's so for That's great. So, so that's, that's my goal, to look, for the, to look for the fattest students out there and to do what they do. So now I see it that way. Easy to <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, then it's not gonna make you feel guilty. Yes. Uh, you talk. Any questions, for our guests today? Well, uh, actually, yung, the ones who are more knowledgeable in my family, yung kids ko, eh, kasi lalo na yung son ko, uh, he's my fitness coach, kasi he's into a lot of training. Also, he, his right. gym is a his room. I mean, it's a gym. Eh. Uh, yeah. Nice. He has these uh, gadgets. Uh, I don't know what they call them. Eh. Uh, yeah, bars na it's attached to the wall. Mga barbell. Ah, squat rack squat na ganon. Ito yung pull-up bar. Yung pull-up pull bar. bar. Yeah, yun. Pull-up bar, saka yung parallel bars, ganon. Yeah, so... Wow. Yeah. So, All right, that's it. That's an interesting. So basically, we're actually more contributing to what's happening. Thank you for your input, Doctor Mon. Always, do. you're go all, doc. You're always welcome here on the okay, podcast. Ako, andito ako as a more as a student, eh. So, alright. Yeah. Pero, di ba? Helpful naman yung mga sabi nila sa atin, di ba? As as novice fitness people. Yeah. <laughs> I just called myself a yeah. fitness person. I used to be in so sports. And don't, uh, no, don't, don't, you know, it, before you run, you gotta walk. Right. Before you walk, you gotta crawl. Yeah. So you gotta start something and don't be afraid of being a beginner. Even just as simple as walking for 20 minutes a day will do you good. If you do it every day consistently, I'm telling you, it will give you some benefits. It will make you feel better and stronger somehow. And then from there, You'll progress to 30 to an hour. Before you know it, you're reaching 10K steps a day, which is also something that I've learned during this quarantine was to, to keep moving because um, my movement really got a lot less right. because of the quarantine. Understandably yeah. so. Say we're all locked in our homes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if there's anybody out there that listening to this, myself included, who want to take this fitness journey a little bit more seriously? You know, as as coaches, how do you guys? Do you have any words of encouragement for the people out there listening? Saying that first, yeah, yeah. First of all, don't go for the goal of wanting to take fitness seriously. Um, your first goal should be doing something that you actually want to keep doing every day. Find something easy enough for you. Don't. Like what Hannah said earlier, don't go for, don't compare yourself with someone's, don't compare yourselves, don't compare yourselves today with someone, tomorrow? How does that saying go? Anyway, hold on. Um, don't compare, anyway, don't compare yourself with, don't compare yourself, don't compare yourself to someone else's 
10 years basically right. um true you really have to just focus on yourself and tell yourself again start small if you have a big goal let's say you want to lose 50 pounds you're not going to get there instantly instead break that goal into smaller steps so that 50 pounds that's your ultimate goal right but how will you get there maybe start with consistency maybe right. start with being more active such as walking sleeping properly eating properly and then go from there try out like a really teeny tiny dumbbell just for resistance training and then from there from walking you can start jogging and then from jogging you can start running so you know you 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 want to follow all these little you want to achieve this these little goals instead of focusing on that main goal it's too far away you're you're gonna get tired trying to reach for that it's gonna seem forever but if you reach any step every week every single day you have a win that dopamine in your brain which is are kind of like the, the chemical that tells us, yeah, the chemical in our brain that that kind of gets us addicted because we like to achieve goals. It, it's winning. That's why gambling is so addicting. Um, you know, a lot of those winning and competing is addicting because that that's the dopamine produ- being right. produced in our brain. So you gotta keep activating that. So you got you, and the way to do that is to reach achievable goals, really tiny, tiny goals. Before you know it, you've already gone. 50, maybe 60 pounds already just wow. because you didn't focus so much on the 60 pounds or the 50 pounds that you wanted to lose. And, you know, that's just the cherry on top. Building from that, you already know how to squat. You probably squat 200 pounds when you couldn't even lift the bar before. Um, now you're running a marathon if you're into that. You know, you're eating, you're sleeping right. Your relationship with your friends is so much better. And... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Break up your big goals into smaller goals. That's that's always my thing. And focus on something that's enjoyable for you. Because right. fitness is hard. <laughs> that's true. I have a don't force yourself in don't force yourself into doing a workout that you don't enjoy. Don't force yourself in doing a diet that you don't enjoy. Like if you hear that you shouldn't be eating carbs and you love carbs and you get your energy from that, then don't listen to that. It's a matter of personal preference and keep um, experimenting with your body what works for you. Uh, As I was mentioning earlier, making a schedule really works. So as Ido was saying, you start off with 20-minute workouts and then you can press from there. You can start with three days a week of workout and you set that in your schedule and you put that in your calendar so you don't do anything else but those three days. Now, once you feel better with the three days, you can add another day and make it four days and then maybe five days. But creating those good habits and that routine puts you in that... um, in that um, what's the word? level in that habit, the there. habit. making <laughs> in, in that level up yeah. there, yes um, rest if needed drink lots of water surround yourself with people who make you happy that lift your energy up that make you feel good and always be kind of so don't be too hard on yourself if you feel like you've slipped up in your diet or in this is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> oh my God! Wait, Cliche, I remembered the quote. Right? How can I forget? This is my favorite. Oh, Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, go, go, not to go. someone else's today. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna repeat that. That's Compare right. yourself to who you were yesterday, not to to who someone else, not to who someone else is today. That's right. that's it. I J B P Jordan B Peterson. Look him up. He's yeah. the best. He's the man. <laughs> All right. Okay. I guess there's no better way to end this episode, guys. So thank you so much for joining me today, Ida Paras, Adam Gadi, and Doc Ramon Chan. Can I can I add a little Thanks something? Thanks for having us. Go down, Doc. Sige. Sure. Kasi, uh, sige. Tapos na yung episode, pero sige, yeah. Doc. It's your time to shine. Okay, kasi yung sabi ni Ida kanina, she studied martial arts first, then got into fitness. Yes. Kunwari, what if you, if you really love doing something like dancing, you do exercises to be good at dancing? Yes, yeah, exactly. If you like martial arts, you do exercises that will make you good in martial arts. That's uh, exactly. That's for fitness, na rin. Okay, you like right. break dancing. Ang hirap oh. mga training sa break dancer. So yeah, that will make you fit as well, di ba? You gotta find something. You gotta find something that you love and nurture it. Yeah, Doc kasi has daughters who dance professionally. So oh nice. So oh, he, nice. he actually knows a lot about that yeah. aspect. As I taught well. them. I kind of taught them. You taught them how to pop lock, Doc? <laughs> Show us now. Yeah. Show us how to pop lock, Doc. No, it's in the jeans. It's my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that said, we will let our guests tell you about their little worlds. Starting with Hannah and Ida. Do you want to take this? No, you go. You're better at this. <laughs> okay. So... Follow us online. It's at WeRTMS. You can also check out our website, www.themovementstudio.ph. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook as well. It's called The Movement Studio. My personal Instagram is Bakani underscore. Right. And mine <laughs> is Ida underscore Paras, like Benji Paras, but I'm not related to him. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. Doc, Doc already looked like, Doc looked like he, he was unmuting himself. I know some kabach na paras in high school. All right. I'm probably not related to them. Ikaw, Doc, do you have anything to plug? Wala eh. Just the show. Comedy Manila tomorrow, di Tomorrow, yes, the best of Comedy Manila. We'll talk about that as I do the extra. But thank you again, Hannah Bagani, Ida Paras. And Thanks for having more. us. Class Clown, stream it. And that's the bell for this episode, all about fitness. I'd like to thank you for joining me today with my guest, Ida Paras, Hannah Bagani, and Doc Ramon Cabuchan. Remember to check out Ida and Hans' classes on the movementstudio.ph as well as Doc Ramon on any of the Comedy Manila product out there. We have no more shows for 2020, so I don't really don't know where you can check him out. Maybe go to his house. I'm kidding. I won't tell you where he lives. He lives in San Juan. I'm also kidding. He does not live in San Juan. <laughs> but why am I, what I'm not kidding about is the amount of reception that people have been showing this little podcast of mine out. This isn't the last episode of Class Cloud, but I am so touched for the year. But I am so touched that 
people are going out of their way to listen to me talk to with random people helping me learn more about the world we live in today 2020 has become such a uh, difficult time in all our lives and we will all remember it as such however this podcast that i've been doing is actually one of the shinier moments of my year and i'm glad that there are people out there who will in, 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 indulge me that's the word i was looking for who will indulge me in listening to my podcast on a weekly basis as a result if you are one of the many people that listen to me on this podcast may i invite you to join my brand new facebook group exclusive to all my listeners on class clown according to anchor there are a handful of you and so i would like to get to know all of you on facebook just search the class clown classroom for somebody who dropped out of college i am very addicted to these school puns but join the class cloud classroom on facebook just type it on there and you can join me as i present all the new episodes as well as all the old ones on there ask you about any of the topics you want to talk about try and see and pick your mind about what you want to hear on this podcast and if i think of anything else to do that will be my first stop. Again, that's the Class Clown Classroom on Facebook. I know I dropped out of school. You don't need me to repeat the joke. Until next time where I talk to more people who did not drop out of school, but instead have been very, very good at what they do. And no, I am not talking about John Wick. I am talking about a lot of professionals and a lot of random jobs around the world here on class cloud my name is china liao this has been a podcast network asia exclusive powered of course by pod metrics until next time people goodbye <laughs>